The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What does the Bible say about attitude? Writing from a prison cell in Rome, the Apostle Paul wrote about the attitude a Christian should have. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Philippians 1 verse 27. The whatever happens here is a reference to whether Paul can come visit the Philippians or not. Paul gave this instruction so that, whether I come to see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Verse 27. No matter what unexpected disruptions, frustrations, or difficulties come our way, we are to respond with a Christ-like attitude. We should be standing firm and striving for the faith. Paul later writes, Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Philippians 2 verse 5. He is talking about demonstrating humility and selflessness in relationships. He also encourages us in Ephesians 5 verse 1 to be imitators of Christ as dearly beloved children. As children love to imitate what they see and repeat what they hear, we also are charged to imitate and model Christ's behavior and to be clear reflections of the Lord. Jesus maintained a perfect attitude in every situation. He prayed about everything and worried about nothing. We too should seek God's guidance about every aspect of our lives and allow Him to work out His perfect will. Jesus' attitude was never to become defensive or discouraged. His goal was to please the Father rather than achieve His own agenda. In the midst of trials, He was patient. In the midst of suffering, He was hopeful. In the midst of blessing, He was humble. Even in the midst of ridicule, abuse, and hostility, he made no threats and did not retaliate. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. 1 Peter 2, verse 23. When Paul writes that our attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, he had summarized in the two previous verses what such an attitude was, selflessness, humility, and service. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Philippians 2, verses 3-4 In other words, the attitude a Christian should reflect is one that focuses on the needs and interests of others. Without question, that does not come naturally to us. When Christ came into the world, He established a whole new attitude to relationships with others. One day, when His disciples were arguing among themselves regarding who was to be the greatest in His kingdom, Jesus said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Matthew 20, verses 25-28. through 28. Jesus is teaching us that when we become preoccupied with our own things, it can cause conflicts and other problems with people we know. Instead, God wants us to have an attitude of serious, caring involvement in the concerns of others. Paul speaks more about this Christ-like attitude in his letter to the church in Ephesus. You were taught, with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4, verses 22-24 Many religions of today, including the New Age philosophies, promote the old lie that we are divine or that we can become gods. But the truth of the matter is that we will never become God or even a God. Satan's oldest lie was promising Adam and Eve that, if they followed his advice, you shall be as gods. Genesis 3, verse 5 
Each time we try to control our circumstances, our future, and the people around us, we're only demonstrating that we want to be a god. But we must understand that, as creatures, we will never be the Creator. God doesn't want us to try to become gods. Instead, He wants us to become like Him, taking on His values, His attitudes, and His character. We are meant to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put off the old self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4, verses 23 and 24. Finally, we must always keep in mind that God's ultimate goal for His children is not our comfort, but the transformation of our minds into the attitude of godliness. He wants us to grow spiritually, to become like Christ. This doesn't mean losing our personalities or becoming mindless clones. Christ-likeness is all about transforming our minds. Again, Paul tells us, "Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is—His good, pleasing, and perfect will." Romans 12, verse 2. It is God's will that we develop the kind of mindset described in the Beatitudes of Jesus. That we exhibit the fruit of the spirit, that we emulate the principles of Paul's great chapter on love, First Corinthians thirteen, and that we strive to pattern our lives after Peter's characteristics of an effective and productive life in Second Peter chapter one. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.